Hi, everybody. It's episode 359 of PodQuest. Hey. It's Monday, June 28th, 2021. I'm Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Hello. How you guys doing? It's weird recording on a Monday. It is. It, it, it feels kind of good, though. Like, Mondays generally, and I hate to say this, Mondays generally suck. But, like, actually having something on a Monday after work, it's just, it's weird, but it's it's also nice. Okay, Garfield. <laughs> I mean, look, he's not wrong. Mondays do no, kind of suck. Mondays are the fucking worst. And, and, and Which is also why I said I hate to say it, but it is true. Yeah, I like Wednesday. I like, I, I mean, we've recorded on all different days over the years. Like, when we originally started, we did it on, like, Saturday and Sundays because... It's true. That is just when everyone was available, and I think at one point we were doing Monday evenings, weren't we? Fucking probably. <laughs> um, I think when we got off of Sunday mornings, we moved to, like, Monday or Tuesday evenings, and somehow we just landed on Wednesday. Because mm-hmm. um, I know, Rich, you um, before the world ended last year, didn't you did something on Tuesdays, right? Like, didn't you go hang out with somebody for, like, Taco Tuesdays or something like that yeah, every every week? Yeah, I used to go hang out with Sean every week and his, his family. Um on Tuesdays for a while, but that, I mean, that was before, or that was after we started on Wednesdays. No, no, but I was just saying, I remember a few times we were, we were looking for another day to record for one reason or another, and you were just like, can we not do Tuesday? Like, I have plans. Well, it was also back when I had a a lady friend I was seeing every week, Uh, her days off were Tuesdays, so I would, I would keep Tuesdays open, because we would hang out. That, and that is also a valid thing. Yeah, uh, sure is. But yeah, I kind of like Wednesdays because when there is a news thing, it's usually like Tuesday or Wednesday that it happens. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's plenty of things that happen on Thursdays, but... Mm-hmm. Everything I'd, happens on Thursday. I'd say like eight out of ten things happen on like between Monday and Wednesday usually. Mm-hmm. At least like the stuff that we would care about. It's yeah. usually like Nintendo Directs, which not that we don't care about those, but like, like those like streaming events are usually thursdays and frankly like having the week to like go between them isn't a big deal yeah um but yeah i mean it's, monday's not a bad day to, to record except when it's like 95 degrees outside mm-hmm. yeah i mean my my recording studio is in my living room as you all know so it's not that bad for me but for you Cobb, yeah it's probably worse. yeah i mean i have so i have like my ceiling fan on because when i replaced them last year they definitely got it's it's less noticeably audible than the old mm-hmm. one used to be and I have one of those tower fans that's actually really nice, but it, it tells you the temperature in the room. Uh, right now, it says it's 80 in this room. Not yeah, good. so, like, not great. But today is at least cooler than it will be by Wednesday. Yeah. So, because, yeah, I think it's what, tu- I forget if Tuesday is one of them, but Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I think it's, like, 95 or higher. Yeah, and then I think Thursday's where it breaks at the, like, later end of the day storms are supposed to come through or is that yeah. friday so there's no, that's thursday thursday storms supposed to come through starting probably around 11 in the morning um but yeah it's it's supposed to it, it today the high was 92 but it felt like 99 i believe uh even right now it's 91 but it feels like 99 yeah i mean at one point i i forget what time it was it was probably like two or three o'clock i checked that and it said the real feel was 100 mm-hmm. so it was definitely yeah. It was obnoxiously warm today. Yeah, I was getting excessive heat warnings on my phone all day. So it's I I any time that I let, time of year. Yeah, any time I let the dog out, like he likes to stay outside, but when it's this hot, I'm like I let him out and I bring him back in within like three minutes. I'm like, go. Yeah. He's he's a furry dog too. Yeah. So 
Yeah, it's like go run around for a bit and then come back in. Um, yeah. Ben Ben seems to do worse in the heat than Kaylee does, even though Kaylee's definitely furrier, probably because he's dark and a little bit older, but he likes being out in the yard, but he will literally, like, I'll let them out to, like, use the bathroom at lunchtime, and there are some days where, like, he will just go walk along the fence and then just lay the fuck down. Mm -hmm. Like, he's like, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to hang out here until you come and physically tell me, like, make me get up and go back inside. I don't even want to go to the bathroom. I just want to lay here in this grass for a few minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, but... Thank you guys for uh for switching up days actually this week though. Yeah, um, no problem. We're we're probably gonna just take a ride down to the shore on Wednesday for my birthday, and nice. just not sure what time we'll be back. So mm-hmm. figured it easier not to record to try and record on Wednesday. Yeah, and you 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 had talked about maybe recording Thursday, but honestly, with with storms coming around, it's probably best we do it. Yeah, I didn't realize I knew it was supposed to rain over the weekend. Did not realize it was supposed to start on Thursday when I sent that message. So yeah. But yeah, uh, so Rich, what what are we talking about today? Oh, we're talking about a lot of stuff. None of it seemingly news related. Um, we got uh, I got Mario Golf Super Rush. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about Overwatch and how it's crossplay. That's really the only news item. Uh, Cobb, you played uh the the Yakuza Judgment game. Uh, all three of us did the Monster Hunter Stories two Wings of Ruin demo. Uh, Drew and you watched Terminator Three Rise of the Machines. Cobb, you watched Demon Slayer the movie, Mugen Train. I watched uh, Godzilla Singularity Point, the, uh, the the anime. And Cobb, I guess you watched Heroes Reborn? That's... Oh, God, I just realized that it, I Heroes Reborn is a comic. Okay, you read uh, Heroes Reborn. Yeah, I forgot that the Heroes, what was that, like sequel series, I guess you'd call it? Yeah, which was I think also right. called Heroes Reborn. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that that is a comic um, event thing Marvel it's a, did. Oh, it's okay. a Marvel. It's not even the show Heroes. No, no, it's Man. like a... It, so, to be fair, Marvel did it first. There, I'll talk about it later, but there was a 90s comic book event also called Heroes Reborn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, Mar- Mar- Marvel-related stuff. Yeah, that's uh, Us. that's that's pretty much what we got going on for... Yeah, but, so how's Mario Golf? That game is super stupid and I love, I love it. I also hate it. Like, I'm playing the adventure mode. And the adventure mode focuses a lot more on their speed golf. Uh, I have not played a normal round of golf in the, what, 10 plus hours that I've played that game. I've not played a single round of normal. Uh, because they're, I'm just doing the adventure mode. I haven't, like, played with other people. And, uh, like, the adventure mode is cool. And it's silly. But it's just, like, the second area you go to... They're like, we're going to show you cross-country golf, which fucking sucks. Everyone agrees. And then after that, it's all just speed golf, speed golf, speed golf. And you finally get to, I'm in, like, maybe the fourth area. It is the fourth area, probably the second-to-last map. And they're like, oh, we don't do any of that cross-country or speed golf here. But because of the rain, we're going to have qualifiers. It's going to be speed golf. Huh. And I'm like, I just want to play a normal round of golf. Like, that's all I want. But, like, it's not bad. It's, like, the speed golf is fun, at least. But it's it's still, like, I lost my qualifier by two seconds because it was speed golf. And so what it is, is you play, you add 30 seconds for every stroke you take, plus the amount of time it takes for you to get from where you hit the ball to where your ball landed, and how long it takes for you to get all the way to the end of the hole. So say 
you're doing a hole and it takes you 50 seconds to run all the way down with every stroke, but it takes three strokes, that's adding 90 seconds to your 50 seconds. It's just... Okay. Yeah. So, like, I was playing... I was at the final hole of the qualifier. You get, I believe it was a half hour, maybe, maybe less, or maybe more. I know it was at least a half hour to get through to all 18 holes, I think. And I was on the last hole... My final stroke, I hit it, but the clock ticks under 29 seconds as I'm hitting it, and it just stops me right there, says that I do not finish, gives me uh, a 15, because it, when you don't finish, it's triple the whole par, and says my time was 47 minutes. And I'm like, well, my time would have only been like two seconds above. I know I still would have lost, but come on now, that sucks. So now I have to go through that whole qualifier all over again. That's when I called it for that night, I was like, all right, I'm done. I, I, I just, <laughs> I'm going to walk away now. <laughs> I, I'm going to walk away. But like the golf it's it's, it's simplified to a point where it can also be challenging. There's no, like most golf games, you, you have to hit the button multiple times. Like you have to hit it for your backstroke and then hit it for your front stroke. And you have to like match the bar and the lines and everything. This one, it's just a single button press to get it up to your, uh, your power. But they more so want you to focus on placement in them. And so it, it the, the bar, if you're on a, a slope, the bar will actually lean to the side because that's where the ball is going to go. So you need to then try to figure out with wind and everything else where to actually aim your ball and how hard to hit. And then there's, okay. you can so there, add... there's actually some like real mechanic to it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there's, there's some decent mechanics to it. Um. If you're trying to add, like, loft and, and drag and spin to the ball, you, you can, like, have your ball go to the left or go to the right if you have a high enough um, spin uh, stat. And that, like, it's weird because you can... It, it, it breaks up your bar into, like, say, four parts. And you can set how much, like, spin to the left or right or loft and, and drag to up and down to set your ball. So, like, at the very end of its flight, you can set it all the way to the left, and it'll just curve drastically once it reaches the ground. Or, like, you can have it progressively curve as you're shooting it. It is very technical, and it's a part portion of the game that I'm not, like, really all that used to. I'm, I, like, I'm trying to use it, but the amount of time that you have to set that spin is just, it's it's not a lot of time. So I tend to either have one, like, have it, like, just one point in it, or all three points in all four spots. So it just pretty much circles my ball around me. Okay. Yeah, it's, it, it is, it is a very technical, really good golf game, and, like, I, I don't really use my super abilities all that often. I didn't get them till halfway through the third area, um, and it's just, it, it's fun. Uh, they're, they're, go ahead. So you're playing the the story mode, right? Yes. Have you have you tried like multiplayer or anything yet? Not yet. I have not been able to get together with anybody to play multiplayer. I do know a bunch of people who have just been playing the golf mode and like when you're playing story mode, you will unlock maps. When you're playing the normal golf mode, you also unlock the same maps. So you're not forced to play one mode or the other. You can play either mode. That's good. And um, that's actually rare for any company also. Yeah. Like, not locking things behind. Oh, yeah, the only way to unlock this is to play story mode. Like, wh mm -hmm. what game were we talking about that you had to do that in? It was actually a Nintendo game. But, I, I, Rich, I remember you saying in particular, like, that 
Because my argument was it's not fun to play by yourself, and you said that you play. Oh, Mario Party. Fucking Mario Party, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, but like, didn't you say that with Mario Party? Like, you had to play the game single player to unlock all of the um the different boards in one of the older ones. I don't know if you have to, but I did. But it wasn't the boards; it was the character to unlock to unlock uh all the characters. Because in in like the older GameCube ones, to unlock all the characters, you needed to get through each map, and when you did it. Like, the next map you would get to, you would have to play, like, one of the players, or one of the computer characters would be the new character that you would unlock, and you have to beat that character or something. I can't 100% remember. That was, like... Oh, okay. That was back in, like, GameCube era. Like, Yeah, no, I that was just that we had just talked about yeah. that, but, like, plenty of games, and, like, not just Nintendo games, like, games in general lock stuff like that away behind different yeah. modes so it's it's cool that like you can kind of get to it from any mode nintendo's actually really good at making it so that you can unlock things in multiple paths like smash bros you can unlock your characters all the what was it 50 60 70 characters in the base game you can everybody un- <laughs> yeah everybody you can unlock them either by playing their story mode or by playing the game you normally would back when the game originally came out and X amount of maps here and challenge missions there unlock certain characters. Wasn't there a game, another game semi, semi-recently, like in the last, like, say, five years that actually did a very bad job about this? Like, that, like, had a bunch of stuff locked behind, like, different modes that people just didn't want to play? Is that ringing a bell for either of you? You saying it makes me remember hearing something like that, but I cannot for the life of me remember what game. And, like, I don't think it was a Nintendo game. Like, I think it was, like, some random, like, it might have been something on a Nintendo platform, but it was definitely, like, a... Or multi-platform game. Multi-platform, or just, like, like a third-party developer, like a Capcom or a Ubisoft or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't often play games that have unlockable characters. Which, is, I mean, that's that's fair. And, I mean, nowadays, it's a lot of pay-to-play stuff, too, like... Like, you either have to earn in-game currency or pay real money. Like, like yeah. that's how, like, Overwatch and um, Apex and stuff do it. Like, it's not a problem. It's just it's how they make money on these games. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I can think of is uh, Battlefront and how it was just fucked up to be... A- like, you have to play for a million hours to get... Th- it might have uh, been Battlefront now. To get, like, that. Vader or whatever uh, without... That might be money. what I'm thinking of. Yeah. I re- I just re- I remember people just being like, "This isn't even fun to do, and now we have to do it to get the thing we want to do." Yeah, yeah, I think that might have been Battlefront. But that's that's good to hear that at least like the golf game seems to have fixed the issues that they had with the tennis game because like the tennis game just wasn't even fun to play. Yeah, I I, I played the demo of the tennis ten- tennis game, um, and I I didn't really get far into it, so I I have no. I I have no comment. I've been wanting to like get it. It's been on sale quite a bit, but I just it's not worth it. Yeah, I mean, I only played the demo for it too. I I tried to play a lot of it because like I wanted to like that game, and it was just not like they they put weapon degradation into a tennis game. Yeah, <laughs> and, and where it, like your racket could break mid game, and it's like no, no one wants to play a yeah. fucking Mario game that your racket breaks in the middle of it. Yeah, <laughs> and it, and also it actually wasn't a demo. It was a free weekend. You could play as far, right. you could get as far as you could in that weekend, just play it to your heart's content and get as far as you wanted in that weekend. And then after that, it was locked behind. You had to pay for it. Yeah. And the net code on that game was abysmal. Like the, the playing that game online was so bad that like, 
the, the just the delay between like you doing something and it actually happening. Um, it it was like being on like an old like DSL line just mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, I haven't heard that about this one though. It seems like they actually like I, I haven't heard a lot about the multiplayer on this, but I haven't heard anyone bitching about the multiplayer either. Yeah, it's it's golf multiplayer. So like, if you're playing a normal round of golf, even that delay wouldn't be that big of a deal because you get used to it. True, that's true. Uh, and you're not you're not like head to head. It's not like a. Yeah. You're not making changes based on what your opponent does. Yeah, like if mm-hmm. you're playing, if you're playing the speed golf, that might be a little bit different, but not as much. But yeah, it's they did really good with this one, and the music is great. It's it's just a super fun game. It looks very Mario, so like it looks looks good. And like I I suggest to anyone who wants to play a sports game and has a Switch, get Mario Golf Super Rush. So like, how? As far as the story mode goes, is it actually like a quote unquote story, or is it just like the single player game? It's it's just the single player game. It's you because okay. uh, you play as your me, and you move. Uh, you 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 start off in the the um the first course as a rookie, uh, with the like no medals, and you work your way up to get the most medals. Uh, to be to be one of the champs, to be able to play alongside of Mario and Bowser and everyone. Okay. So, yeah. So I don't that, know that I want to play one of those games as a me. Uh, yeah. I, honestly, the 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 me voice is the worst part. <laughs> the me, uh, and it's like it, I don't know if on the Switch, I don't remember if maybe it's using the voice that I set up on my me, and I just don't remember setting up that voice on my me. But the voice for the me is so fucking annoying because it's like it's so high pitched and weird, and I'm just like, this is no, like this is bad. This is bad. And like anytime you're talking to something. They make a noise, and, like, your me will respond maybe 50% of the time. And it's just, like, it's annoying. Yeah, I mean, let's let's be honest. The Miis are just bad in general. Mm-hmm. Like, they are a thing that Nintendo really should drop, and for whatever re- reason, they still try to, like, ham-fist them into games. But, like, at least it gives, like, it's an option. Like, it's, it would just be cool if that, that single-player story mode had, like, an option where, you like, you could also just play as Mario. I mean... I, yes and no, just because, like, Mario is a world-class golfer in this story. Like, it, it, oh, the, the game opens up with Mario winning a tournament as a world-class golfer. It's not like everyone's working their way up. It's you're working your way up to play against him. So, like, it, it, you, they could use other characters. Like, you, you play alongside, uh, three, a uh, Toadette? I believe, yeah, Toadette, a uh, Boo, and, um, the football guy. Uh, the charging, charging, charging Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, you, you like those. Like you start alongside those. Two. They're like your your friends, and then like you play matches with them quite often. And so like you could, they could have used like a Goomba or something. I don't know. I'm sure they could. They have Goombas playing. Maybe have a, a stacking Goomba, uh, play golf or something like that. I don't know. But, yeah, like, look, what, there are a million variations of Mario. Yeah, everyone can be a Mario. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or or just have you be Luigi because you know Luigi gets. Like, he's probably just on the same level as Mario, but no one respects him. So he's looked at as a rookie. But, I mean, I guess, like, if you're not playing the story mode, if you're just playing, like, re- rounds of golf, you could just play as whatever character, so... Yeah, I, I and I honestly, because I haven't looked in that mode, I don't know what characters you can play as. I know Mario, Bowser, Luigi, Wario, Waluigi, Peach, Daisy. Uh, like, I know those ones for sure, but I don't know the rest of them. Probably the same cast that they have in every golf uh, uh, sports game. Maybe you can play as Boo, Toadette, Toad, and, and Charging Chuck. 
Uh, I imagine sure. if they if they have character models for them, I would imagine they're they're available. Yeah. So that would be kind of weird to only put them as like NPCs. <laughs> yeah, NPCs yeah. In, a, in a game like that when those games are known as like the play. All the Mario sports spin-off sort of games are like known for the yeah you can just play as like most of these characters if not yeah. all of them mm-hmm. yeah and then I think the coolest thing one of the cooler things about this game is its upgrade its level up system in the the adventure mode. I was telling you guys a little bit about it. Um, as you level up every like X amount of levels, one of your stats will decrease. So you can't just spend the whole time boosting your... Well, you can spend the whole time boosting your drive power if you want. But then you lose control on the ball. You lose the ability to spin the ball. You lose speed for speed golf. You run slower. So, so is it like you'll get a point... Like you'll put a point into power, but then like you'll lose a point in speed? No, it's like say you go from level 39 to 40 at level 40... Speed drops no matter what, so you can either okay. you can either put that point into speed or you can put it into something else and just let your speed drop. Oh, okay, so like so it's just there's just a set every level something is going to drop, and yeah. you have to kind of like pick your skill points to like your play style. Yeah, so like I focused a lot on like I I try to keep everything above five, even speed. So if speed goes down to four, I'll go and I'll boost that that level. And, like, you, you don't boost it. So, like, say speed is going to drop at level 40, and it's going to go from 5 to 4. If you boost it, you're boosting it from 5 to 6. You're not boosting it 4 to 5. So, like, you're kind of giving it two levels, even though you're really only giving it one. Because if you weren't boosting it, it's going to go down to 4. And now, like, do you only get one point per level for your skills? Yes. And are there are there levels where, like, a skill doesn't drop so that you can get some mm-hmm. forward momentum on them? Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 like, probably, it, like, it's weird. Sometimes it's, it's, like, every three levels, maybe sometimes you get two levels in a row that drop something. It's, like, there is, there is a set number, or there's a set period of when things drop. You, it just doesn't, I don't know when those are. I'm okay. Sure, I'm sure somebody has a graph online somewhere that shows exactly what levels everything goes down at. Oh yeah, I'm, if if they don't have it, like people come up with that shit immediately. Yeah, this mm-hmm. game's been out for for five days, not even. It's up there. Yeah, I mean that's like that game builder garage game that Nintendo released like right before E3. Mm-hmm. Um, it has no built-in way to share levels mm-hmm. at all, so not, people have already. Yeah, no, I mean, exactly. People have already come up with their own, like, website database to share and find levels. Yeah. Which, why would, why isn't that naturally fucking in it? Cause it's Nintendo. Cause Nintendo. Like, they, they don't yeah. get the internet at all. And but is, is they, there, it's, it's just like Mario Maker. The first Mario Maker had no internal way to, like, yeah. find things properly. You just had to get your 13 digit level code and, like, manually enter it yeah. into your Switch. Eventually, they had a Nintendo website after somebody else made their own website for levels. Um, and then Mario Maker 2, they put like a shitty search in there, but it, like it barely functioned. And now for this game, whose only purpose is to learn how to make games and then share those games, you can only share it with friends. So if you have no friends with that game, mm-hmm. you're, it, there's zero point to own that game. Yeah. I- didn't at least in the first Mario Maker, like once you played a level from someone, couldn't you follow that creator even in the first one? You could follow the creator, yeah, but you right. had to find a level from that creator and uh-huh. actually want to. But that, yeah, it 
But that, then in Game Builder, you can find a game from a creator that you like. You can't follow them to see what they're then making after. Like, that's, that's you have ridiculous. to randomly find them again. Or, like, you know, find I, another thing they posted. Somewhere. Like, I wanted to get that for my niece. I feel like she would love it. I feel like she would love learning how games are made as well as just playing games people made. But, like, if it's next to impossible to see games without having to go online, like... It's, it's not, not next to impossible. It is literally yeah. Entirely there, impossible. there is no in-game way to actually play other people's levels. Like you would have to get the game and be friends with her, and she could play your levels. But that's it. You know. Yeah. There, from from what I understand, no, it really is. From what I understand, there's not like there's not even like a random play the way like Mario Maker had, where you could just like play a string of random levels. Mm-hmm. It's just either you get a code from somebody or. That's it. You can only play like the built-in games that are there to teach you how to make games. Yeah, but fuck them. Someone made super hot in that game. Like, oh yeah, no, people fuck? are making cool stuff because people are super intuitive with that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. But also, like, that's really stupid that there's not like a better way to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, I mean, I've seen when there's games like or think uh, mechanics in games where you can make your own thing. Like in um No Man's Sky, I've seen somebody make a uh. Basically, a large scale. Um, uh, uh, what is the the game where you roll the ball up the uh, up up the ramp and it has to jump into the holes? Ski ball. Ski ball. Yeah. They, like somebody made like a large scale ski like working ski ball game on their planet on No Man's Sky. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's nuts what people can do when you give them switches. Basically. Well, that I mean, that's you know. Yeah. Something. Um, do you, anything else you want to mention about Mario Golf though? No, it's it's just it's it's a very it's a, a nice wholesome fun game. Um, definitely check it out if you're interested in sports games or uh the Mario sports games in particular. Like there's been like I'm I'm not big on sports games, but I love Mario sports. Um, and it's just check it out if you have a chance. Um, it's definitely worth full price. Uh, if you can get it and buy it now, get it and buy it now. I want people to buy this game so that it pushes Nintendo into doing more of these Mario sports games and hopefully realizing how bad tennis was and keeping on the course of how good golf was. I want to see another Mario soccer. That's all I want. Yeah, I feel like people really liked Mario soccer. Mario soccer strikers was so good. And we haven't gotten a soccer game since that, and that was GameCube. There was a one on the Wii as was well. There? Yeah. Or was there? Yeah. Strikers on I the don't Wii. Th- uh, no, I think Super Striker is the Wii version. Okay. But uh, that goes to show you, I, I think they fucked some things up in the Wii I, version that people did not like. Actually, I think Super Strikers was just, like, essentially a port of Strikers. Just, like, slightly updated. And so it wasn't anything special. Oh, uh, Sorry. Was it Wii or Wii? Oh no, it was so Mario Strikers Charged. It was on the Wii. Okay. It came out in two thousand seven. That's so, God. That was still over a decade ago. Jesus, fourteen years since we've seen a Mario soccer. But it's like been just as long since we've seen a Mario golf game. I think we saw more Mario tennis games in the last fifteen years than we have golf and soccer. Wasn't there? No. Well, I mean, you're not for console, yes, but there was Mario Golf on the three DS, if I remember correctly. Was there? I, I think I, so. I don't think. I, I then I I definitely have didn't get that Mario Golf game. Let's see, 2014 Mario Golf World Tour on the. Th- yes, 
but, I know things about things I never played. But, but, but then again, before, it was 10 years before that, which was a GBA game, which Mario Golf advanced. There's a GameCube Mario Golf. Yes. That's Toad Stole Tour, isn't it? Yes. That came out before the GBA game? Or after yep. the... Two, before 2003. Wow. Well, I didn't realize the GBA was that active. 2005 is when the DS came out, so GBA games kind of phased out around that point. Uh, but that's like uh, like Metro, like the uh, Metroid Fusion that we talked about a couple weeks ago was like in a 2002 game. Yeah. Um, and I think Zero Mission was like a year or two after that. Uh, plus you had a uh, Pokemon Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald were like 03 to 05 ish, mm-hmm. and the Fire Leaf, Fire Leaf, or Jesus Christ, um, Fire Red Leaf Green is what I was trying to get out there. I, I was hoping you were gonna finish that with Fire Leaf Red Green. No, like I was. That's definitely what my brain was trying to do. Okay. Uh. uh but yeah, I mean, it even shows it's been seven years since a Mario Golf game. It takes. Yeah. No. It it has been a while. That was. Yeah. I I do not dissuade that. Uh, so yeah, it's Mario Golf Super Rush. It's super fun. I'm tempted to get it, but we'll see. Dude, get it. Come on, we can we can play around a round a round of golf. I, I might. We can, we can play more than just a round of golf. We can play a couple. Rounds. It's it like like I said, control wise, control scheme like it's not super difficult, but it's also very technical. Like you can play as basic as you want, or you can play as technical. Um. I've like I said I've only done the adventure mode and you can only run around with seven clubs without lowering your speed whereas in like the normal normal golf you've got 14 clubs. I think that's hilarious. Like you can o- you only have so many clubs where you lower your speed. Well yeah. Have I... they haven't they ever heard of a golf cart? <laughs> <laughs> I mean they have trolleys now. Like you can put your club on a pool cart. Like, there's no reason that having 14 clubs should slow you down if you have your, uh, 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 clubs on a pool. So, how many, how many clubs are in, like, a normal set? I I think it's, like, 13 or 14. Okay. I I think it's, I I wasn't sure. I think it's 13 plus a putter. I don't, like, people don't normally, because you all, you have to have a putter, generally. Uh, unless, unless you're, um, what's his name in Tin Cup, where he (laughs) plays the whole hole with a, there's a whole game with a seven iron. Yeah, it's like nine. Is that not a normal thing you do? (laughs) <laughs> what's that up i said do you not just play with a seven iron the whole time no that's a bad idea that's you're gonna have a bad time if you're just using a seven iron that's, that's i mean it's golf i'm gonna have a bad time either way yeah yeah even even the 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 most professional amateurs uh yes professional amateurs um and and and, and people who are the most experienced golfers have a shitty time with it. sounds about right uh but drew how's uh overwatch been uh it's fucking overwatch like i hadn't played that game in a while there were like two character two or three characters that have been added that i've never played and i'm pretty sure since the last time i played they started a role queue system so they had definitely changed to like the default play mode uh, the default quick play and the competitive being two tanks two damage dealers and two healers but i don't think the last time i had played you had to pick which things before the match and like you know you would get dropped in and then you can only pick from one group of thing of characters so that was I, but that game's still good yeah, i think i played <laughs> i think i played forever ago and it would just it would like it would give you a list of who's been picked who's not been picked and if like you said like if two tanks and two damage dealers were chosen it would only allow you to pick from whoever's left of healing. 
It, it also varied depending yeah, well, on if I mean, it was ranked was a or while unranked. Where you could just play six tanks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, unranked, I feel, was definitely more loose. Ranked might have always had a... I don't know if there was ever really... It was set in stone you had to be something, but... True. Can you hang on one second? You... Rich, are you losing Drew you in and out also? Multiple yeah, already and picked? he's... Yeah. He, yeah, and he's on a major delay as well. Okay, I, I was just making sure that wasn't just me. Drew, I think your internet might yeah, be yeah, uh, no, acting up again. Yeah, it seemed like it. Um... Yeah, you were you were dipping in and out, and there was like a really bad delay. Like I said something, you responded to something Richie said like ten seconds yeah, prior, and then responded I, it's to me. Freezing right now. Yeah, you're just you're gone. Yep, yep. Nope, it's way going in and out. I'm gonna restart my internet. Be right back. Okay. Um. Well, you know what? Let's uh. I'm gonna talk about judgment while we're waiting for Drew, so we're not just like sitting here twiddling our thumbs. Yeah. Um, so we'll 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 get back to Overwatch after we talk about uh. Uh, Yakuza Judgment. So it's not Yakuza Judgment. It's just called Judgment. Well, I just letting people know what Judgment is. Yeah, so it's it's a spin-off of the Yakuza series. Um it is not like directly tied to them in any way that I've seen so far. Like there are no crossover characters or anything. Mm-hmm. Um so this game early on especially, it was basically Phoenix Wright meets Yakuza. So you are you you play a disgraced attorney. You um Sorry, I lost track of thought there. You're like a, like kind of like a hotshot lawyer when the when the game opens up, and okay. you had just gotten a dude off of off on murder. Like he he was accused of murder. He was on trial. You got him off. Like he he did not get um charged with murder. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just is not common in Japan. Japan is usually a for lack of a better term, it's a guilty until proven innocent sort of thing. Is the way like like violent crime tends to go there. Yeah. Um. So you got you, like the guy got set free, and then basically immediately left and killed his girlfriend, mm-hmm. or like supposedly killed the girlfriend. I feel like that's going to become like a story point later on. Uh, but like that happened, and you basically become like disgraced because you know you you said this guy wasn't a killer, and then he killed somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's it's your fault. He was able to kill somebody. Yeah. So then it picks up like two or three years later. I forget the exact time gap, and you're now just like a private detective. Mm-hmm. Um. And you've got ties to the Yakuza also. Um, so, like, you're not a Yakuza. It doesn't seem like you ever were a Yakuza. But, like, a patriarch of one of the families, like, I guess, like, took care of you, raised you, something like that, and actually paid for your way through um, through law school. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, you've kind of, like, your dude knows how to handle himself is basically what that means. And you get hired early on by your old law firm to help prove that the lieutenant or one of the lieutenants for the for the Yakuza family that like you know uh didn't murder a dude and it just kind of like goes from there like investigating things finding evidence talking to people trying to like find like trying to find a solid alibi for this guy things like that um it's got the same Yakuza combat as like one through six did which is the beat-em-up where it's you know light attack heavy attack grapple uh, you have two different fighting stances, a like sort of like a faster one that is meant for g- fighting groups of guys, and a more like what uh, looks like it's more power based that's meant for just like one on one fights. Mm-hmm. Um, the environment's kind of interactive to an extent. You know, certain objects you can pick up and use them as weapons, like bicycles, like random signs, poles, and bats that uh, that the guys may drop. Um, there's this, I and I haven't seen this in any of the other games, but I I haven't played all of the Yakuza games. 
uh, you have this this mortal wounds bit where if you're attacked by with like a sword or something like that, um, it obviously does a lot of damage, but it can also cause permanent damage. Okay. Where like your health bar will get like cut at a certain point, and you can't heal past that. Like ever, uh, or like until like you get. Uh, it is in D and D terms a long rest or something. No, so it will not heal on its own in any way. Um, okay. It is an incredibly expensive thing to heal. So you either have to use like a, like a med kit, which there are, like any game there are different levels of them. Um, they are not your normal HP restoring things because they recover this stuff too. So they are like tens of thousands of yen to yeah. to buy them. Okay. Um, or there is a doctor that you can go find. Um, after you, you have to, there's a few side quests you have to do before you can unlock him. But he's basically a disgraced doctor that lives in the sewers and helps homeless people. And when you help him help a homeless guy, he basically says like, "Hey, if you ever need like a checkup, just come by. Let me know. I can sell you med kits. I can I can I can fix you up if you're ever injured." Um, and he charges twenty thousand yen to like fully heal you, including your um your mortal wounds as they were. Okay. And hey, Drew got back. I wonder if he if he sounded all right. I don't know. It's, yes, I can hear you guys fine now. So yeah, no, you you sound better now. Um, you didn't have to stop your audacity or anything. No, the audacity was going. I mean, okay, cool. I walked away for a bit there because internet was restarting. Yeah, I'm just gonna make a note that it was around 40-ish minutes, so that I can go in and make sure that you don't have like a bunch of like random noises happening. Sounds good. Um, I I I was just talking about um judgment while we were waiting for you to get back. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's fun though. It, it's a cool game. Um, I like the the investigative side of it. So every once in a while, you have to go into like first person mode and actually go looking for clues in like different areas. Dude, every time you Sorry, go ahead. Do they have uh, uh, bat vision? No, no, it's nothing like that. You're literally just looking around. You focus in on things. If you find something, you hit A, and like it gets added to like you basically you usually get like a checklist of things you're looking for. Yeah. So like it's not super hard to to figure out, but you know sometimes it does take a little while to find like the right spot. Yeah. And there are some um some skills you can unlock that make it a little bit easier. But every one of these so far, there is a stray cat somewhere in the vicinity that you can also find. <laughs> okay. Nice. And, yeah, cats are all over this game. Uh, for whatever reason, um, when I first turned it on and I, like, got to my office, there's a mailbox outside. And I, I opened the mail, and I spent about ten minutes getting free items. Because okay. I get, I guess they just gave away a bunch of free stuff as, like, the game aged. And it's been out for, like, two years now. So I had two years' worth of free items. Um, and it was, like, healing items and these cool orb things that I'll talk about later. Um, but it also gave me stuff I can decorate my office with, like some like statues and stuff like that. Uh, but also a bunch of stray cats. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Hear hear, uh, hear me out. The cats, final boss. <laughs> so the cats are all just. I mean, it could be, but it's just weird. Like I have like ten of these stray cats. They all have names. They all have individual names. Um, and you can actually put them around your your office. So, like, I have, like, four of these cats just kind of chilling in spots around my office all the time. Nice. Just, just like, why not, right? Um, but, yeah, so, like, cats are a, a, a big thing in here for some reason. I know, like, a dragon also ha- has a, like, mission where you have to collect a bunch of cats that got loose. Yeah. So, it's not completely out of the question for them. It's, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're solving crimes that the, the cat Yakuza ended up uh, committing, and so... They're going to, uh, they're going to get you. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. Uh, but yeah, so like, it's, it's got like that nice breakdown between like going around fighting people and then also like 
the story more than anything is you're trying to figure out, you know, like what actually happened here. Like who killed people? Who's involved? Do they have alibis? Like all this stuff. Um, so it's, it's a much more grounded main story than like the Yakuza games seem to be. Like it doesn't have as much over the top bullshit that those, especially like, like a dragon was just the whole thing was over the top bullshit. Uh, but in like a super fun way. This one, when I first started playing it, the first, I'm about seven hours in. The first like four or so hours in chapter one, you're, pr- you're on a pretty straight track. Like you can't do it. Like there's no side quest to do or anything like that. I'm like, okay, this game is way less zany than the other ones. Um, then I started getting some of the side quests. Uh, one of them, and I actually made a note of this so I didn't forget to, to talk about it. You have to go catch the panty professor. God. Okay. So he's this creepy dude who steals women's underwear when they hang them out to dry with a drone. Yeah. He and then he 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 sniffs them after he gets them. Um and sniffing them gives him like a power up for fighting. Mm-hmm. Cuz why the <laughs> fuck not? <laughs> I mean that's isn't that how life works? I d- d- you tell me. You don't get power up for sniffing panties? No. I've also never gone around sniffing panties before, so Just then how saying. do you know? Just saying, you, you never know until you try. You, I mean, it sounds like Richie's done it, and and apparently he gets power up. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> that's that's one way to call it a power up. Man, way to way to make it weird. Way to make it weird. Look, I almost said to you, why don't you go into your wife's dresser? <laughs> I decided not to do that. Moving on. Uh, oh. <laughs> I, I like this game. I like I like the Yakuza games. Um, Rich, I I think you in particular would really dig these. Um, I believe they're all of at least one through six is available on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get your PC, if you're looking for something to try out, like check out uh Kiwami, which is the uh the like quote unquote like new, current gen because it was actually a PS4 Xbox One game uh version of the original Yakuza from the early 2000s. I, yeah, um, I think I think that was actually a PS Plus game. Oh yeah, you know it was. I think it, that one definitely was a PS Plus game. Uh, but then I I know one through six, zero, and like a dragon are all on the Xbox Game Pass, and I think all of them are on PC Game Pass also. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like they're just they're stupid fun games. Um, and, and Judgment seems a little more loose when it comes to like combat skill too. Like I Yakuza Kiwame was it was rough some of those fights. I haven't had any problems that were like I haven't had a fight yet where I had to redo it because like the boss just had too much health and I just didn't have enough like skills yet. Um but it does seem to it doesn't give you as much um experience it seems either. Like there's a ton of skills to do, like skills to help you pick locks, skills to help you like be able to hold more liquor, um to be able to smoke cigarettes better. I'm not. I'm not even kidding. To be able to have more more meals in your refrigerator because your um your landlord gives you free meals sometimes. Yeah, well, um, I, like smoking cigarettes is cool, so you need to add your coolness factor by smoking. And in this, it's something. It's kind of like a Metal Gear thing where like it like ups your like concentration or some shit while you're fighting. <laughs> um, but then it's also also got like your normal like stuff to um give you more health, to give you higher attack, to make you faster at combos, like all those like little combat oriented stuff yeah but you just you don't get a lot per fight or per like thing you do Mm. but there's just a lot of things to do so you can accumulate a lot it's just slow going you're not you know you're not leveling up after like a boss fight and going in and like getting a bunch of perks like you're kind of going and be like okay i got 
12 SP from that fight, I now have enough that I can pick a lock a little bit better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, I will say, like, uh, I know I mentioned it uh, last week, I want to say. Uh, the mini games in this that are like things that are usually one of those like oh do I, this game has those things too haven't been bad so far. Um, any of the tailing missions like they're super forgiving with like how close you can be and like how much it takes for the people to notice you. And there's even some skills that make it even harder for people to notice you. Um, there's a lock picking mini game that is actually like lock picking. Like you actually have to gently use the analog stick to um to move the pins into place hmm. and if you move the pin too far too fast it resets all of them okay that was i think that was one of the fallouts and you had to lift the pins a certain way or something like that i can't remember yeah it's just nice that it's not like random button presses or you know like it's actually something doable without yeah. any sort of like quick reflexes like it's yeah. it's just like a, all right you just gotta take your time and pay attention yeah but yeah it's a fun game uh, it's like two years old, so it's it's usually on sales places. I think it it just regularly goes for like forty bucks now. Uh, so it's definitely worth checking out. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Drew, do you want to get back to Overwatch that we got uh, uh sort of interrupted from? Yeah, we can jump back to Overwatch real quick. Um, yeah, the, they added uh crossplay, so I've gotten to play with a friend who has a group that plays on Xbox, and actually got to play with an old friend of ours uh, I was playing with Aaron Ryder the other day. Nice. Oh, PC. really? Yeah, like, literally the first day it had cross-play, I, like, went and booted it up, and right after I got on, he got on. I'm did like, he really God. just drop out again? He did. Did I? <laughs> I can... Oh, fuck. Oh, man. He did. God damn it. Oh, and he, like, dropped all the way out. Like, he went, he went dark on there. He, he when he comes back, yes. he might end up just like dropping out for the episode. Um, we can come back to this uh, next week if he wants to. Yeah. Um, but let's uh let let's let's switch it up and go to Demon Slayer next. Okay. This way, that works. if he has something to say about uh, uh Monster Hunter, he's here for. Yeah, I, no, that makes sense. Because I honestly know he's not gonna have anything to say about. It. Oh yeah, yeah, no, there, he he'll give yeah. no fucks about this. Um, so Demon Slayer the movie Mugen Train just came out. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, it just became available for streaming on Funimation, I should say. Uh, it was in theaters in the U.S. I think back in April. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it like it it made all sorts of records. Oh, Drew's back. Comcast. <laughs> yeah, like literally, as soon as you started talking about Overwatch, you dropped entirely again. And there I went again. I think. And, he, and there he goes again. I think he's yep. dropped again. Yeah. Um, oh, God damn. Hey, there he is again. I have to go unplug my router. I mean, it might just be Comcast being Comcast, too. This is true. Like, I did the reset the router through their app earlier. But yeah, fun. Fucking Comcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Overwatch is still Overwatch. It's still 6v6. The player drop isn't happening until Overwatch 2 happens. Okay. So, what, they're dropping it to four players? Five. Five, oh. Yeah, I mean, I guess... That makes a little bit more, uh, like, I don't know. I haven't really played Overwatch, but, like, kind of balance uh, yep, with five so that you don't have two friggin' healers. You don't need two healers. You only need one. They'll probably drop a tank, uh, honestly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I could see that, too. They should make it to where you could have whatever makeup you want. So if you decide to have two tanks, two damage dealers, and a, and a healer, that's fine. Or if you decide to have uh, one tank, two healers, or... 
I don't know, three damage dealers. Like, they should just let you have whatever makeup. Yeah, I, I don't... Maybe they will when they switch to the five. Who knows? They haven't said. Yeah. Because, like, if you could have three damage dealers, a healer, and a tank, that'd be a beast of a... Yeah, and before they did the, this roll queue, I'm pretty sure you could have done whatever. You could have done six damage dealers. Mm-hmm. Like, you ain't gonna heal, but you might just murder all of them before it even matters. Oh, he might have just dropped again. Yeah. Yep. True, if you can hear us, like, I, you drop. I can. I'm gonna go reset my router, you move on. Okay. Um, so back to Demon Slayer. Yay internet, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so Demon Slayer, uh, the movie came out on Funimation this past week. Um, it, it broke all sorts of box office records mm-hmm. in Japan and in the U.S., um, it's a good anime movie. It actually bridges the gap between season one and season two that hasn't come out yet. Yeah. So it's actually canon. It's not like most shonen anime movies that are just side things that have nothing to do with anything. Pretty much every anime movie ever. Like Yeah, like the the Battle of the Gods and Resurrection F are technically canon because they made them part of the anime. But like the Brawly DBZ mo- DB Super movie, it's only sort of canon like it's not but it is it's like anime canon if that makes sense yeah um but yeah this actually this literally picks up where the season ended the season ended with tanjiro and his crew getting on this train to try and help figure out why people keep dying on it yeah um and that's what the movie is basically on this train the whole time um the early parts of it are actually a little boring like Mm -hmm. nothing really happens um there's some like weird like dream stuff in there that like does expand on the characters a little bit, but for like a two hour, it's a two hour movie too. So like, it just felt like it drug that like the middle bit down a, a little. Yeah. And they introduced one of um the Hashira, which they're they're basically like the equivalent of like a captain in Bleach. Like they are they are the top of the Demon Slayer core. Hmm. Um, they they introduced the Flame Hashira as more than just like a guy that was in the group of all the other Hashira, and like he was super cool and powerful, but like for most of the movie he was like asleep. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like his fight at the end of the movie was fucking cool. Um, cause like this show has really cool dynamic like art style when it comes to like the fights because everybody has different sword techniques that are usually elemental. So they get these really cool like either water or flame or electricity or something like that, like things that kind of come off of their swords as they're doing their attacks. It's, it's hard to describe like vocally but it's just it's a very cool thing to see they have they have a lot of particle effects basically not even that like uh, you'd have to see it to to really understand it um yeah that's i that is that is an anime that is on my uh list of things to watch is demon slayer it is on netflix i believe it's on um and i've been i like i've been wanting to get around to watching it but just other things keep coming up and with like going hardcore on streaming uh, like, I have to set hard stops on streaming, otherwise I'm just gonna keep playing and then not do anything else. Which is, is fair. Um, yeah, honestly, I think you would actually like the show a whole bunch, too. Yeah. But yeah, so the, and I don't know, I don't think it, know if it's on Netflix or not. I know it's on Funimation, I think it's on Hulu. I'm, I'm... Hulu might only have the sub, which I know doesn't bother you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the nice thing about this show is Tondro, like the main character, um, he is not like a prodigy the way like at shonen heroes usually are like he doesn't suddenly unlock like a new power every time there's like a villain mm-hmm. and generally he is not the one to usually defeat like a big villain 
Um, in a lot of cases, he, like he'll hold his own and sort of like he won't die, but somebody else that is more skilled than him is are is usually the one to come through and like actually save the day. Yeah. So like in this movie, they're fighting a like a very powerful demon that like Tanjiro was able to break out of his like hypnosis spell, basically because he's just got a lot of fucking like fortitude. Mm-hmm. Like he he was willing to kill himself in his dreams to wake up from the spell. Which, yeah. like, even the demon said, like, that that takes a level of guts that, like, most people just don't have. Um, And, like, he just keeps doing it. Like, the guy just keeps putting him under the spell, and he just keeps killing himself in his dreams. Like, doesn't even stop to think about it. Just slits his own throat every time. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, he manages to take out that guy, but then, like, the real bad guy shows up, and just wrecks everybody and that's when like the flame hashira has to step up and you find out like what the power difference actually is between them yeah um and it's like it's staggering but it's it's just it's cool to not see the the anime hero actually be the hero every time and like he rarely is yeah like he takes out like the no-name demons pretty easily but even then like he's been doing this for like a year like he's not super skilled yeah, that's... and like the guys with him also aren't super skilled. They're all relatively new at it. They they've they've got like their own quirks and things that they're good at, though. It's it's like a different kind of of anime archetype, which is not something you see. All- yeah, exactly. Uh, it is it is on Netflix. All of season one is on Netflix. Uh, oh, nice. And yeah, that's all that's out right now, other than the movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it wasn't the best anime movie, but it was nice to see something that actually continued the story. Um. It might have just been because it was a little long. Like I said, it was a two-hour movie, and, like, not a lot happened in the early parts of it. So, like, you know, that can drag things down. But all of the action in it was just superb. And just mostly because, like, it's got such a amazing visual style. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, and I am I am actually super excited to see what happens in Season 2 now, just because of the way this ended. Yeah, it's. I think I might try to watch it uh, over the course of this weekend or the next uh, couple weeks. Just yeah, get... I mean, it's only 24 episodes, so it's not like it's a hard yeah. hard watch at 20 minutes a piece, give or take. Yeah, it's just, and, and it's like, doing one episode a day wouldn't, wouldn't be a big deal, wouldn't be bad. It's I've been focusing a lot on uh, shitty TV, like um, uh, uh, Kitchen Nightmares, that like, which, honestly, I fucking love that show, so it's not even that shitty. But like, I've been watching I've a lot of that. a bunch of Kitchen Nightmares on you, where it's un- uncensored. Oh, the the British Kitchen Nightmares is so much better than the American because like it's it's not even that like their restaurants are failing because they're like dirty. Their restaurants are failing because they're just shitty people, and it just <laughs> makes you feel better. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah. So so have you not been watching like My Hero or anything either? Oh, I've been watching My Hero. I like I get I get my weekly My Hero. That's that's like like the most anime I get is usually just a a. a my hero every week um but then i like i and, and then i watched uh singularity point this week okay this yeah because my hero has been very good i like pe- uh, people were down on the, on the training thing like the the cross class training but i thought that was just fun the first couple of episodes for the cross class training was boring it was slow like they they focused too much on matches that sucked and then they put a li- too little focus on the matches that everyone wanted to but like I almost feel like that worked because it it let us it, it lets you learn a little bit more about some of like those class B characters. Yeah. 
Um, but then it also like like the Bakugo fight is the one that you like is one of the ones that you want to see. Yeah, and it's over in like less than an episode because that motherfucker just doesn't take prisoners. And yeah. like, not only did he not take prisoners, he actually worked as a team. Which yeah. like even I- even the the one the douchey kid from class B was just like, wait, what do you mean he's working as a team? Yeah. Like that's not how he plays. Like we would have had a completely different strategy if that was the case. And 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 it really shows, uh, like the character progression of Bakugo throughout this series or this season, because there, uh, before he accepted going with uh, uh, Shoto, he was trying to rejoin uh, Best Genist's uh, team. Yeah, and to so I am not that. So the anime is not that far from me because we watched dubbed. So. Yeah. The last episode that Erica and I got to watch was um, the one post training where, um, where like Deku and All Might and Bakugo have like their their talk in the room, and Bakugo tries to literally murder Midoriya to get the powers to come out of him. Yeah, and, and uh, then Bakugo and Todoroki get their provisional licenses at yeah. the end of it. Yeah. So your next episode is Christmas. Yep. Which I I honestly thought that was a great episode. Um, yeah, it's cr- Christmas, and then they go join Endeavor for work studies. Yeah, so you're you're like two weeks behind it. Yeah, yeah, it's two episodes. Um, because that is one of the few shows that like it's two weeks behind, but it's a steady two weeks. Like, yeah, every week a new English episode comes out, and it's, so it's just it stays those two weeks behind. Yeah. Um, but like I read through all the manga, like I'm still up to date on that, and the the shit that's going to happen after. So they actually swapped arcs. Um, this Endeavor arc is actually supposed to happen after the next arc. Yeah. So they're going from the training to Endeavor to the next arc, which actually, it doesn't actually, like, mess up the flow or anything, but if this is, like, the two or three episode arc that you normally get at, like, the end of a season, um, the rest of this season is probably going to be wild. Yeah. And then, this is season five, I think, right? So season six is just going to be 24 episodes of insanity. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see where they go from here. Um... Unfortunately, Druton might have dropped again. Might be. Uh, no, he's here. I, I'm he's back, back now. Okay. For, we'll I, see. <laughs> literally, literally, it said VoIP issue. Yeah, Druton was dropped and trying to reconnect. Um. So, uh, while he's here, you know what? Let's go to number six. Let's talk about Terminator while he's here, and then we'll. Yeah, go that to ma- that makes sense. So, Drew, you, you you hurt yourself. You hate yourself. You watch Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines. You know. It wasn't that bad. No, it's not. It's not nearly as good as the first two, and it's extraordinarily campy. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a scene where they basically replicate the evil Terminator from driving a large vehicle chasing John Connor from Terminator 2, where the TX is driving this big crane truck with a and has a big, like, wrecking ball crane attachment thing on the one end, and Arnold grabs onto that at one point, and then he smash- gets smashed into a fire truck going the other way, and it makes, like, a cartoon, like, pan frying pan hitting something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, really? It's just, like, it has that level of campiness that yeah. just does not fit, but... Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen that one. I just remember not liking it at all. Yeah, no, I can definitely see why people wouldn't like it. Yeah, like, I I, I watched it, I enjoyed it, I thought it was, uh... I mean, it, it broke time travel yet again, because that's all Terminator does. But, um, like, mm-hmm. it, 
it works. And it's not a terrible movie, but it just, it, 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 I agree, it has, like, just some level of campiness to it. That yeah. super tonally does not fit in a fucking Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly prefer the alternate reality path, where John Connor just becomes, like, a shitty little racist douchebag, and his brother, the Incredible Hulk, has to put him on the right path. <laughs> so, American History X? I yeah. Was, okay, yeah, well, American History X is a way better movie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, American History X may be better than any of the Terminator movies. Uh, I mean, they're different movies. I like. I can't yeah, say that's not yeah. true. Like, they're just very different movies. They are. Never seen it. Oh, my oh, it's God. it's a very oh, good. Oh my Rich. God, it's so good. Yeah, it's probably one of Edward Norton's best movies, if not his best movie. Hmm. Yeah. Um, do you know what it's about? Um, all I I'm I'm pretty sure all I know is like Edward Norton's like a neo-Nazi. Well, he's a reformed neo-Nazi. Okay. Yeah, his... Like he he goes to prison, um, and like basically learns that like racism isn't good, and mm-hmm. like if you want to not just ruin your fucking life, like just get along with people. Mm-hmm. But his little brother starts getting tied up in the groups that he used to be in, and he's trying to stop him, save him from going down the path. But okay. yeah. and his brother's Edward Furlong, who played John Connor in T two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, Terminator three. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know that I would go ugh on it. I I can understand why, but it's 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 not that bad. But it's the fucking don't watch it if you don't have to. It's but not it's, that bad, but just don't watch it. It's it's not the next movie in the Terminator. Thing. No, no, Salvation isn't. I like Salvation more than three. Okay, Genesis is the one that can go yeah, fuck okay. itself. It's not Genesis. Like I, if I had to rank them, like like just like those three. It would be Salvation 3 Genesis. Gotcha. Like, the only thing Genesis had going for it is, um, like, it had a good cast. Okay. But, like, that cast was not given good material to work with. Mm-hmm. And honestly, at this point, I can't remember who the fuck John Connor was in that movie. He, he <laughs> was somebody. But, like, I know Amelia, Amelia Clark played, um, uh, fucking shit. In Genesis? Yeah, play, yeah. Linda Hamilton's character. I can't think of her name. Sarah Connor. John Connor. Connor. Sarah Connor. Thank you. Um, and like Arnold was in that one, and Matt Smith was a character. Like it had decent actors. It was just a bad movie. Jason Clark is John Connor in the movie. Okay, I thought I am getting the casting confused because um, Anton Yelchin was John Connor in Salvation, so that's what I was well, thinking of. No, in in Genesis, there shouldn't yes. be a John Connor in Genesis. Oh right, yeah, no, no, not John Connor, Kyle Reese. Yeah, Kyle um, Reese was Jai Courtney. But John, so John, Connor John Connor is also in Genesis. <laughs> that movie starts in the future. There is a John Connor in the future. And you said it's Jason Clark? Yes. Because uh, Google says Jason Clark plays the T-3000. Well, way to fo- fucking spoil that whole movie, Rich. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just saying. Spoilers, everybody. John Connor's a fucking Terminator in Genesis. <laughs> How old is that movie? Uh, like three years old, four years old. Probably longer. I think 2016. 2015. I was yeah, close. It's six years old, so that's yeah. fine. That's fine. Uh, that's look. I was like, wait, it makes no sense. And it, like, it, Google straight up says he's the T three thousand. It doesn't say slash John Connor. It's just straight up. Wait, so who was Kyle Reese in that movie? Jai Courtney. That's the other name. Okay, mm-hmm. he, he was Bruce Willis in that movie too. Yeah, um, Jai Courtney. I believe, if I remember correctly, was Bruce Willis's son in the shittiest of the Diehards. Yes, the one where I. I think they catch radiation in a in a trash can. Sure, or something. Oh, like this, they do something really stupid in that movie. 
I think I know that one. I think I, I think I might have seen that one. I don't. Know. Uh, it's a good day to die hard. It is not the one with um, the the I got a Dell. I'm a Mac guy. Yeah. Oh, Justin yeah. Long. <laughs> it's not the Justin Long movie where Bruce Willis takes out a helicopter with a car. It's the one after that that nobody liked. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But Drew, I, I know I asked you this on chat, but do you think you'll go and you'll watch Salvation and Genesis? Like maybe not by next week because we're gonna do Dark Fate next week, but in general. Definitely not by next week. I don't know. Salvation, I'm torn on because I, uh, wow, I just blanked on his, the actor's fucking name. Christian Bale? Christian yeah, Bale. Christian Bale. I really like Christian Bale, but otherwise, I don't know that there's any reason to watch that movie. I, I kind of like that one. It's not great. It's got a lot of problems, but it's one of the only movies that is just entirely in the apocalyptic future. Okay. So, like, it's not a time travel movie anymore. It It is the story of them trying to send Kyle Reese back in time, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, like, he tries to find Kyle Reese first. Like, he doesn't, he's not even friends with Kyle Reese at the beginning of it. It takes, like, the whole movie for him to become friends with him. Yeah, it's, like, it's one of those, like, John knows that Kyle's the one that has to go back. So he is trying to find Kyle to, like, fulfill the prophecy, essentially. Gotcha. Because um, I don't know for sure that John knows that Kyle is his dad. I don't think he does. I don't think because that's weird. Enough. That that's just weird. It's like, all right, yeah, you have to go back in time to meet my mom to make me, yeah, so that <laughs> we can keep pushing Doomsday back until eventually I still become Batman and we get here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's exactly what it is. Yeah, look, it's it is easier to tie random movies together than actually remember what happens in all of them. Um, but yeah, the, if I is Rise of the Machines is the one where they go raid Sarah Connor's tomb. And, like, uh-huh. her casket is just full of weapons, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, and there's this scene of Arnold just walking through the cemetery with the casket on his shoulder, like, shooting people and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's shooting at the co- like, to stop the cops from shooting him. Like, after he, he has, like, a fucking minigun and is just shooting at them, but then does a scan and it says, no humans injured. And he's, like, like gives a nod, like, good, I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> oh, great. Um, <laughs> those fucking movies. Yeah, because I, I, rem- I remember that scene. Because Arnold is very good at, like, carrying things on his shoulder, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is still one of my favorite scenes from, uh, from Commando. Him just walking through the fucking woods, carrying an entire fucking tree on his shoulder, like, it's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but do you guys want to talk about Monster Hunter? Sure. Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, the- that is the only time Drew will ever say sure to do you want to <laughs> talk about Monster Hunter. They uh they released the demo on Friday for uh Monster Hunter Stories Two Wings of Ruin. Um, I've only played about hour hour and a half. I haven't played as much as I wanted to of it prior to recording. But I mean, it's it's a solid game. Like uh, I don't nothing. I don't I don't really know much about the story besides the fact that there's uh Rathalos that doesn't have wings. Um, and that's it. But like I I didn't know that this had the same sort of loot mechanic as other Monster Hunter games. I didn't know that either, and I played an hour and a half of it as well. Yeah. Well, well I mean, you... Like, when going into it, I thought it was just going to be a game in the Monster Hunter universe where you don't actually have to worry about what parts you get from monsters. Uh, but it does seem to be that... And I haven't fought anything huge besides just the the, the uh, Velocidrome and, and, and Kuliakus. So, like, I don't know what fights are going to be like with bigger monsters, but, like, 
you don't really need to focus on breaking parts because just do better in the fight and you're going to get better rewards. Um, yeah, because it ranks you after every fight. Yeah, and I, I, I like that. Like, the, 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 the more you do and the more points you get, the higher the rank. So you can't just go straight in and just attack the entire time. Or you can, like, focus on, like, the, the, the rock, paper, scissor aspect of the game, which I also think is really cool. I don't think I've ever, not ever, but I don't think I've played a game with that sort of, uh, like, battle system in at least a long time. Um, yeah, I don't know that I can think of a game where you actually have, like, in the, like, each round you basically are, like, throwing rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. And it's so like it's it's a cool system. So it's uh, there's there's technical speed and and power attacks, and you choose what you're going to use against the enemy. The enemy is attacking you, and you're attacking the enemy. You go to a head to head, and it's a basically a rock paper scissor game where if you pick speed and they pick power, you're getting the the attack in first, and you're dealing more damage. And you you're getting, win. you're just getting the attack. So if you win, the enemy does not do any damage yeah. to you. No, you still take damage. Uh, yeah, I've no, taken damage. That, no, I have. Oh, no. yeah. I haven't taken any damage doing that. You still uh, take I, damage. Like, I definitely, it was like, I would do like 40, but, and only take four instead yeah. of doing 20 and taking. Yeah. Like, if I was getting damage. I was getting damage when we tied, like if we do- both did power, but I didn't notice any damage when I was actually mm-hmm. winning. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very minimal. Yeah, it's like you you take less damage, but you still take damage because the enemy still attacks you. Mm-hmm. So you still it's not like you're completely negating the attack. The the enemy still has that attack option and still does hit you. Otherwise, that would make the game a little too easy. I mean, only a little bit because if you don't know who, if you don't know what they're going to attack with. Because it's not like you know ahead of time unless you, you're familiar with the monster. I mean, you, I, as familiar as I am with the monsters, I don't know how they're going to attack until after the first time you fight them. Like, and you, like, I, some, all right, admitted, no, let me re- rewind that. Knowing these, mon- knowing the monsters I were fighting, I could, I knew, like, these were speed or technical type monsters. But the further into the game you get, like, it's going to be harder for me to realize, like, which ones are speed, which ones are technical, which ones are going to be power. That you have to fight them the first time, take a couple hits from them to realize what they're going to use more often. Or hope that you get a monsty partner of that monster to know what their abilities are. Yeah, I was kind of basing it on what they looked like a lot of times. Like, if they were like a big lumbering one, I figured they are going to do power mostly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's, for the, for like the intro of the game, it's mostly that's what it's going to be. The velociraptors uh, and bird type monsters, they're going to be a lot more a lot quicker, uh, and then, like, the beefier things are going to be a lot harder hitting, but eventually you're going to fight, like, the giant T-Rexes and, and the T-Grexes and things like that that, like, might alternate a little bit more than just having a singular attack. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, but I, I still, I, I did enjoy the battle system. I do wish you had more control over, like, the rest of your team, because, like, your monster, you don't really, you don't control unless you're doing a, um, like, a ride attack. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, and you can command your monster, but you can't. I couldn't find a. It would not let me tell it to do like power, speed, or technical. I could just use a skill if I had enough stuff well, built up. Yeah, and that's. I mean, that that's. I think that's part of the game is like you're you're not going to get full control over your monster, but you at least can tell them what skill to use. Um, yeah, it's just so those like team attacks are really good, but I never really got them because like my monster. Um, it was the, the raptor is what I use most of the time because the bird thing looks stupid and I didn't like it. Um, 
he was always attacking with speed, and the monsters I fought generally I would lose if I hit them with speed. So I was never using speed attacks myself. Well, yeah, it's I, but I I was I was using uh, Kuluyaku, which I'm assuming that's what you got in your first egg. I don't know if it's always the same. Or Is not. that the thing that looks like a dodo and a chicken had a baby? Yeah, and it would pick up the rock. Yeah, yeah. So like I was using I was alternating between the uh, Velocidrome, which is the blue thing, and then the Kuluyaku, which is the beige one. And uh, the Kulu uses technical and speed, technical and power if it has the rock out more so than the uh, Velocidrome, which uses speed uh, more often. So, like, it just, it makes that, like, the more monsters you have, the more strategy you're going to get, the more often you're going to have those team attacks. It's, you, you just, even though you don't like the look of the Kulu, you got kind of got to use it. At I mean, least, I don't have to do anything I don't want to. I mean, at least until you get more monsters. I look, I didn't I used it in one random battle, didn't like it and hadn't and haven't used it again since. Yeah. But then that like that then takes away uh like the ranking system for the fight. Like you're not using the team attacks as often, you're not using the double attacks, so you're not getting those points. So you might you might only be getting C or B ranks instead of A or S ranks. I got all A and S ranks still. I, I had a, I had a good number of C's early on. I you mean, were switching the, too much. In no, the I, little bit I played, I only ever got A ranks. Like, I think. I never, like, barely ever actually got the monster to pair up with me, except the time it literally made it. Like, just still got all A ranks. That game, the combat was boring as fuck. I, I, I enjoyed the combat. I don't know how you can say the combat was boring. You also, and I'm just going to throw this out there, you played the tutorial. That's yeah, it. fucking was not interesting. I mean, the tutorial didn't was I did not enjoy the tutorial fight either because it it forced you to do certain things. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the the second mission where they just send you out on your own. You don't have the other girl with you. Um, aside from the cat thing, that's just super annoying. Um, I found that one way more interesting because I could do what I wanted. I could go fight random things and like try different stuff out. Um, mm-hmm. nothing was like locked behind like a oh we'll get to that eventually. Yeah. You can't click on that menu yet. Yeah, I, I, I fought Akulu, and I probably shouldn't have. I was, I was under level. I was able to kill it and finish it, but there were a few rounds where we were touch and go, and I had to heal myself round after round after round to keep up. So it's, it's like you, you played the literal, uh, um, tutorial of the game, and the tutorials of any game you ever play are always stupid. Yeah, but. Not all of them, like, you at least get a general feel for the game, and I did not like anything about that. I mean, I honestly didn't think you would like anything about it, like, it it is definitely not your type of game. It is definitely my type of game, it's just, some of this stuff was just off enough for me that, like, I don't necessarily want to drop 60 bucks on it. Yeah, like, what do you mean? What was, what was off? So, like, I don't really like, so far at least, I didn't really care for the story or, like, the like the writing itself. Like, the story seemed like it could be interesting. The writing was just a little too childish for me. And, like, childish might not be the right word, but it's the best one I can think of at the moment. Um, I also didn't think the game looked very nice. Um, like, it's very vibrant and has, like, pretty colors and stuff like that. But it definitely looks like something they were originally developing on a different console that they just kind of, like... Uprest. It, it for sure they were developing it for 3ds for sure. That and, and that's kind of what I thought based on the first one being th- a 3ds game and like it just it doesn't look like a sixty dollar game to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just I'm not into it enough to want to spend sixty dollars on it. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those games where 
if I see it on sale for like 30 and I'm not playing anything like particular at the time, especially not nothing on my Switch, like I'd probably grab it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm uh like I'm I'm not going to say it's the best. I uh, I'm not going to say it's the worst. Uh, it's it, it piqued my interest enough to where like maybe in a month or so I might get it whether it's on sale or not just sometime down the line. I just got Mario Golf. I don't want to get another game right away. Um and like there's a bunch of other stuff that I want to play at the moment plus with getting a new PC it just there's a lot of things going on to where like Right now isn't the time for this for me for this game, but there will be a time for me for this game. So I'm gonna keep my save on. I'm gonna beat the demo and keep my save and wait until I get the game, probably August September, sometime down the line. Yeah, and like it's it it was it, it had charm to it. Mm-hmm. Like the combat was, I I enjoyed the combat. I like that sort of like rock paper scissor mechanic. Yeah. Um, I like that there. You know, you can swap weapons out mid battle if like something's just not working out on for you i like the level of customization you have to your character and the, the fact that you can go back in and like change certain things after the fact what like how uh, they look yeah like like you like it's not a super detailed character creator but like it's enough to make a unique character yeah and you can go into your house and actually change your hair and armor stuff like after the fact well i your armor you're gonna you're gonna be changing as you play because you're gonna be getting new armors and upgrading and stuff like that anyway do you know if that actually reflects on your character? I yeah, didn't actually yeah. get any new armor to. to... There's there. I I went and talked with the uh, the blacksmith, and it it will change the look of your character. Okay, so, yeah, I talked to it, the blacksmith, but nothing. I didn't have enough money at that time or items to upgrade anything. Yeah. So it like I just couldn't do anything. I'm like, well, I'm I'm doing fine with this, so I'm just going to keep going with this. But if you highlighted over the armor, it changed what your character. It changed. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. So like it gave you the uh, the the. Um, what's the word? Uh, it preview? showed the preview. It gave you the preview of what the armor looked like. And that's, um, one, I guess, good thing about this game as opposed to a normal Monster Hunter is you need to make the armor set, not the armor pieces. So if you want the bone armor, you just need to make the bone armor. You don't need to make the legs, the waist, the gloves, the chest, and the head. So it was all one armor set instead of each armor piece. Which is definitely nice, because yeah. I would definitely drop off of ever doing armor if I had to do individual individual pieces of it, because mm-hmm. I don't care about that stuff. Like, that stuff is in no way fun to me. I mean, it, 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 it depends on how in-depth the skills would get with those, but, like, it is it is very basic with what they're doing with it. Like, each armor has a skill, and then has a strong defense against an element, and a weak defense against an element, and it was very... Like, I, I was reading it, me knowing Monster Hunter, I knew, like, what each of the symbols were and everything, and I was like, this is, this is, this works for an RPG style, especially an RPG style where you still do have to collect, um, uh, uh, parts to, to make these armors. Uh, also, I don't know if either of you noticed, you can speed up the fights. Yeah, no, I, I turned mine up to, like, level two just to make them go a little quicker. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that till uh, um, after work when I was playing. And I, you could set it up to three, and so I set it to three just to see how fast they go. Go a lot faster, but you then you miss out on like some of the animations. So I used the um, the tag team ability, the um, rider ability, with my Kulu, and I didn't get to see what the actual animations were for that ability. So I like I used it again my next fight, but turned it to one just to see it for one time, and then I was like, all right, I can put it at three again now. 
Okay. Yeah, I hadn't gone up that high. I actually didn't realize it was only up to three either. Yeah, it's it's one, two, and three, but three, it's just, it skips all, it basically skips all animations and it just shows them getting hit. Like, it, it it's very fast. Yeah. I will say, like, I had, because I had no money or really, like, items to do any of the armor, I didn't really spend any time looking at them. Mm-hmm. It's not like a like a total like like it it doesn't like write the game off, but I'm a little more reserved on the idea of having to like manage armor and stuff that like based on like statuses rather than just like this armor has better defense. I'm just going to wear the better defense. Well, I mean, it's also going to have better defense, but it also some armor because it's armor made from the monster. If the monster was weak to fire but strong to dragon, it's gonna be an armor that's weak to fire but strong to dragon. It's, no, no, I get that. It, I just don't. I don't want a game where I have to like make an armor to go fight it, fight a, a thing. Like, hope so. Hopefully, that's not the case. I mean, that's you won't have to play that way if you like. It, it, if you make, it's not going to be that much of a positive and negative. It's not you're losing defense against dragon status. You're just your defense is the weakest for dragon status at four instead of sixteen. Okay, like yeah. at, at least that's what it looks like in Monster Hunter. Your 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 defense against um elements does drop into the negative, and it, it deals more damage if you have that. But it doesn't look like it does that with this, since there are no mixing of sets. So it would be a little ridiculous for them to force you to have a negative and a status. Um. It's more going to be about upgrading and and getting the skills that you want. Like one of one of them uh, was like called Lucky Dancer or something, and I can't remember what it did. But I was like, "This is a neat skill. This will be neat to have." I just I didn't have the parts or the money probably to have it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm not big on like micromanaging like gear. Mm-hmm. Like I want honestly, I I prefer games that have the auto equip where it's just going to equip the things that are better than what you have if you have things that are better. Yeah. Because like I don't I don't want to go through and read a bunch of descriptions to see which one is going to give me like plus one to something. Yeah, yeah, I, that's I don't know. To me, that's that's a big part of games when they have armor sets. Like, I don't play a lot of games better. like that. Yeah. Like I'm not like I don't like the like loot like I don't like loot grinds basically. Mm-hmm. Other like Diablo esque games are like the only ones that really ever like got me, and those are pretty easy. Of just like this thing is all green i'm gonna put this on because mm-hmm. like even in diablo 3 i never messed with like the um i forget what they're even called now like i never put like stones and stuff into things really oh i mean diablo 3 had one of the best fucking mechanics ever because like it, instead of you finding gear to make your build you made your build around the gear you it'd be like oh well this weapon is going to increase this ability a whole bunch and you could just swap out the ability and go okay i'm using this ability that's true that's true. But, yeah, I don't know. I, Monster Hunter Story seems like it could be alright. Um, it definitely seems like a 3DS game, but that's fine. Like, it, that means it'll, it'll play, it'll be okay to play through in handheld. <laughs> and I've, I've heard nothing but good about the original stories. Heard the story was good. I heard gameplay and, 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 and everything. Like, it was all good. I've never heard bad about Monster Hunter Stories. So, like, it, it keeps me positive about this one that, like I said, I'll probably get it sometime soon. Probably by like September, October. If it does go on sale before then, I'll get it even earlier than that. But uh, it, wait it, till Black Friday would be like 
$25. I honestly don't think it will be on Black Friday. I think the thing that will be cheaper on Black Friday will be um, Resident Evil. And if, uh, unfortunately, if it comes between well, Resident Evil and Monster Hunter, I'll probably get Resident Evil first. And actually, like, I, and I don't know this, um, since Stories is a Nintendo platform exclusive, like, it might not go cheap that anytime soon. Because, like, Nintendo stuff doesn't usually get, like, good sales, like, for a while. E- even third-party stuff, like, it tends to be, like, a year before it really starts to dip low. Yeah. So, you, it's kind of like a wait and see at that point. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Rich, how, how was your return to Weekly Kaiju? You would fucking hate it, because Godzilla doesn't show up for six episodes. <laughs> then why the fuck is it called Godzilla? Because it's about Godzilla. Not for the first, how many episodes is it? Uh, it's 12 or 13, I think it's 13. So half of the fucking series doesn't have the monster that it's named after. Yeah, <clears throat> but it's about Godzilla. Like, that's the, th- it's what I always try to tell you. It is about Godzilla, just because Godzilla's not in it. Doesn't mean it's not a Godzilla. It is about Godzilla. Like the 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 first episode, uh, one of the main characters is looking at um like a, a piece of artwork from ancient times, explaining Godzilla and these 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 bird creatures and things like that. And like it's all about like the 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 lead up for the first like six episodes or so is about Godzilla coming to land and like like the the prophecy of Godzilla. But it's, it's, it's just, it's so much more than just like, it's not giant monsters fighting. It's them trying to deal with Godzilla. Um, Jet Jaguar plays a prominent role in this, but he looks so much different than the original Jet Jaguar. Um, he's, he's actually a robot and not just a man in a suit, which he was supposed to be a robot in the movie, but obviously 70s really do that. Uh, The animation looks really good. It, It does. And the monsters look really cool. Um, the story overall is, is interesting. It's, it's, but it's, there's a lot of dialogue. And at first I was like, I kind of wish I watched this in, uh, subbed. But after about like the third episode, I was glad I watched it dubbed because there is, (laughs) you could space out a little bit and not be lost. (laughs) Yeah. There's, there's a lot of, there, there were scenes where it's just two characters talking to each other via text. So it had the text running, but it had the characters like talking over what the text was saying, but it would just be for like a minute and a half, two minutes, just a picture of the character's phone with the text running and the characters talking back and forth to each other. Cause they're both scientists and they're trying to science the fuck out of it. <laughs> um, that's it, how scientists work. So yeah. Uh, it, but it's, it's, it, 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 it wasn't bad. It, I'm not going to say it was the, it was great, but it was, it wasn't bad. I was looking forward to it and it, it like, it kind of met my expectation. Um, and it did, it, it is leading into a second season. Uh, and like, I don't know, it was a different take on Godzilla. It was like a different take on just kaiju in general. Uh, it, and it was like, it's hard to really explain what's going on in this movie, in, in this series. It's not a movie, a full series. Like, Godzilla, when he comes to land, he looks different than the end of the series when like he's actually defeated. And it's just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's good. But I know you, it's not just a giant monster fighting things the entire time and there's story behind it and stuff. You're going to hate it. Yeah, no, that, that seems accurate. And, and Godzilla, like I said, Godzilla doesn't show up, doesn't really show up until like the sixth episode halfway through. And I'm just like, yeah, cops going to hate this. I'm not, I can't even say cops should check it out. Um, but it is like, it is kind of super anime and it has some really interesting like plot points that like, it, it, it's confusing at first, but eventually, like, 
by the end of it, you get it all and understand why they did things the way they did. And it's just, like, I don't know, it's it's just weird, man. It, ha- it has to deal with, like, pseudo-time travel, but no one actually travels through time, but Data can travel through time. Well, that's not how time works. So... They, uh, they were trying to, f- basically, they're, uh, a, a catastrophe is going to happen at some point in the near future, uh, of this, the show. By the end of the season, it's the time that the catastrophe is supposed to happen that destroys the entire universe, not just Earth, the entire universe. And so the, one of the, the AI that the, one of the lead, uh, uh, characters has jumps into a computer and it's like, I don't have enough time to figure out this formula that I need to figure out. But what if I go back in time? What if I bring the data back in time and keep moving away from present? Maybe I'll have enough time. And so, like, the present is still keeps moving forward towards the future. And this character keeps moving towards the past, but still is talking to them in real time in the present slash future. And it's just so weird. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But it's also like I, 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 it was good. Um, so you liked it. It was just a lot of talking. It was there's a lot, a lot of dialogue, and a lot of it is very like fake science because like the two lead characters are scientists, and so like it's just. Whereas the lead character should be a fucking eighty foot fucking lizard monster. He's, he's way taller than. I don't know. I just grabbed the fucking number. I don't know how big Godzilla is. I don't really remember how big. Godzilla. But I'm just saying, it's it's called Godzilla. It should star Godzilla. It's but like it's it's not. It is about Godzilla, even though Godzilla is not in it for the entire time. And even when Godzilla is in it, like he is the antagonist. He is the the villain. They're they're working to stop him from destroying the planet. So and destroying the universe essentially. So like he's it, it it's about stopping him. Kaiju movies are just not for me. Is is what I've come to understand. No. Uh, no, no, not at all. But this was good. Like I said, it met my expectations of not being the greatest thing ever, but also being, like, weird but cool. And, uh, the the, the stinger and teaser that they had at the end of the final episode leading into season two, like, I'm intrigued, but also, like, man, they did this in the 2000s. Um, do we really have to do this again? So this is a new show. Newer show. It's a newer show, but... Basically, at the end of the last episode, since you're not going to watch it, spoiler for everyone else who might watch it, um, since you're not going to watch it, I'll just tell you, at the very end of the last episode, uh, so they had Godzilla bones from the past that, uh, I, that, 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 that a scientist had, <laughs> they had bones of a Godzilla from the past that a scientist had stopped in 50 years ago, so in like the 60s, probably, it's probably supposed to be 1954, uh, well no. Because this movie, this show takes place in the 2030s, so it would have been like the 80s. Um, but they had s- bones of a Godzilla skeleton that at the very end, it shows um, the a scientist who went missing, that everyone was presumed dead, to be alive, uh, overseeing the building of Mechagodzilla around the skeleton of Godzilla. Which is what they did in a 2000s Mechagodzilla movie. Man, they need to come up with better ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about it? No, it was it was good. If you like now, Godzilla, uh, you might like it. Are there any other Godzilla things like on the horizon right now, or are you pretty much tapped that's, out of them? That's that's it. Unless you can count Son of Kong, which I mean, that's not even in 
uh, production yet, so... So it, it's going to be a while before there's any more any more kaiju on your plate. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably. That's that's fair. You you have done a lot of that stuff over the I, last like year. I when I originally started uh the the view the viewing of all the Godzillas, I didn't realize or no yeah when I originally started the viewing of all the Godzillas, the Godzilla vs Kong wasn't supposed to be out until two weeks ago. And so it all would have fell in place that I would have watched them all in order, ending with Godzilla vs. Kong, without having to watch extra movies or anything each week. And, like, having watched, like, those animated Netflix ones one at a time, like, it would have all fallen in place that by this weekend I would have just finished Godzilla and started Godzilla Singularity. Oh. Oh, yeah. wow. That's kind of funny. And and then, like, it, but then, like, Godzilla vs. Kong moved forward. So I had to watch three movies out of place with Kong, uh, Godzilla, and Godzilla, uh, uh, King of Monsters. And then Godzilla vs. Kong, all, like, I watched, two weeks in a row I watched two movies. And then I watched those three Netflix animated, uh, CG animated Godzilla movies that, like, took the, 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 like, it would have fit perfectly. And I'm kind of bummed out at the end. <laughs> that's, that's understandable. Yeah. Uh, well, we got one final thing. Um, it's a thing that unfortunately you guys aren't going to care about, but Marvel just wrapped up their like summer event thing for this year, which was Heroes Reborn. Um, was, was which Mo, is was Mohinder in it? No. Okay. No, none of those guys were in it. Unfortunately, did, did they save the cheerleader to save the world? <laughs> uh no, I don't think so. Damn it. Okay. Uh so quick little little history lesson for you guys. Uh, Heroes Reborn was a thing they did in the nineties. Um, that had a way cooler concept, but a more flawed execution mm-hmm. um in the 90s a bunch of like the core heroes were nearly killed by onslaught which was the um darkest sectors of magneto and professor x's like psychics um made flesh mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna send you guys a picture of what onslaught looks like because he is the 90th he, he is the most 90s thing you'd ever see all right uh let's see image like they just don't get any more 90s than this motherfucker Where'd my Facebook go? There it is. There you go. Fucking onslaught. He like he, he looks like a fucking Power Rangers villain. Oh yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's definitely um, a Power Rangers villain. Yeah. So yeah, he he almost killed all of the heroes. So Franklin Richards, being a fucking demigod, um, just kind of takes all the heroes and like puts them in a pocket universe off to the side that he decided to create, where they all basically get rewritten as like more modern versions of those characters, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what they end- would end up doing a few years later with the Ultimate Universe, only rather than rewriting their core universe like they did in Heroes Reborn, they just made a separate timeline for all of that. But, like, Tony Stark became, like, a teenager with, like, an attitude and shit like that. Um, it wasn't super well-regarded. Um, and eventually, they ju- it, it ran for, like, a year, and then they undid it, and everything went back to normal, and... They made they made Franklin promise to never use that universe again and shit like that because he was like six at the time. Um, but so fast forward to twenty twenty one, they they decided to do Heroes Reborn again, but they put a different spin on it. Um, so it's a I want to say it was five issues and then a, a, an issue called Heroes Return plus some tie ins that kind of fell off to the sides. Every issue was standalone for the most part. Um, so Marvel has this group called the Squadron Supreme. They are the Justice League of the Marvel Universe, essentially. Each of the heroes in Squadron Supreme 
are like a a version of a DC hero. So there is a Superman, a Wonder Woman, a Batman, a Flash, and a Green Lantern, essentially. That they're all slightly more dickish than those characters, but like they're like Power Princess is the Wonder Woman an- analogy, I guess you'd call it. Um, and like she sucks. Like she's all about war and death and killing people. Like that's just what she wants to do. Um, Hyperion is the the Superman take on that. He also kind of sucks, but it's he's more of like you guys both watched the boys, right? I have not, but I know for the most part. Right. So like. He's kind of what would happen if Homelander and Superman had a child. Oh, like, geez. he's not as homicidal and insane as Homelander, but he kind of, like, takes all of Superman's good qualities and just, like, cranks him up to 11. Gotcha. Um, and, like, stuff like that. But, th- so the way that this book did it is they were the, the superheroes of the Marvel Universe. The Avengers never happened. Like, Cap was never found on ice because the Avengers never happened, um... Thor never became worthy of his hammer again. So he's just like a drunk, like travel, like in a bar in like Norway or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only hero that remembers what happened was Blade, the fucking vampire hunter. Yeah. And so each issue of Heroes Reborn focuses on a different member of the Squadron Supreme and sort of basically like to give you an idea of them. Um, okay. And then each of them also had some sort of tie-in issue that gave a little bit more about their history. I think Hyperion actually had, like, two. Um, and then there were a few tie-ins that focused on, like, characters that were part of the Marvel Universe, but, like, a different take on them. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, like they had a Miles, Spider-Man, a... Um, well, they had Miles, Kamala, and um, Sam, which are Nova, Spider-Man, and, and Miss Marvel in, like, main continuity, as, like, three different heroes that were, like that idolized a member of the Squadron Supreme, basically. Like, Sam, rather than having the Nova helmet, um, got a piece of, I forget what his name is, but the Green Lantern equivalent's power. Like, shit like that. Um, So, like, they were just putting cool spins on it, and because everything was self-contained, you didn't have to read a billion books to, like, follow what was going on. Yeah. Um, And each of the main books, it just had a little backup story in each one that was tying everything together of, like, Blade finding Cap in the ice and Thor and stuff like that. And, like, spoilers for Heroes Reborn if you haven't read it. The whole time, though, you assume that um, the Phoenix is what caused this. Because the arc right before this happened was the Phoenix finding a new host on Earth and making all these heroes fight each other to figure out who was worthy of her. Um. And then it turns out that, like, no, the Phoenix is trapped in this universe, too, in its new host, um, who also remembers that the world got fucked. Um, it turns out in the end that Coulson is actually the one that's responsible for it. He made a deal with Mephisto to basically rewrite the Earth so that he was, like, the guy in charge of everything. Okay. Um, and it was actually, like, it was just a really interesting take on everything. Um, and I loved the way that they did, like... They took classic stories and sort of, like, twisted them to fit, like, these other characters. So, like, um, Nighthawk was, is the Batman equivalent, but in this book, they made him all, they gave him, like, some of Spider-Man's backstory. So, like, the Green Goblin was one of his enemies. Like, um, he, um, um, Falcon was, like, his sidekick, but rather than, um, Gwen having been murdered at the bridge, the Green Goblin kills Sam at the bridge. Okay. Like, stuff like that, um, which I just thought was really interesting. And they'd occasionally have, like, little, like, I don't know if you guys would ever would, would know what I'm talking about, but in comic books, they'll occasionally have, like, little editor's notes that's, like, they'll put an asterisk next to something and be, like, see issue 212 of such and such for, like, the full story. 
Yeah. They would do that occasionally. They'd be like, see, see issue like 110 of like the amazing Nighthawk to see how, like, like what they're talking about right now. Like just like little things like that where like those books never happened. So like, and they even did, um, in one of the Hyperion books, it was supposed to be like it, the issue was supposed to be something that happened in the middle of like a longer running series. And at the end of that book, they had a fake letters page of people like that of like fake letters about like, I've been reading this book since issue like 100. And like, I like it was people being like super shitty. Like, I don't really like the way that you're handling Hyperion's relationship with such and such. Mm-hmm. Like they just, they kind of like want that extra mile to kind of like make it like its own thing. Like it's always been around because that's what they were trying to make it be for that universe. Like that those heroes had always been those heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I think overall, as far as like a Marvel event goes, like they did a really good job with this. They they made it interesting to read without having to read a million fucking other books. It didn't interrupt any ongoing books or like not even interrupt. It did, no ongoing series had a Heroes Reborn tag at the top where like suddenly one of their issues was tied into Heroes Reborn. Yeah, it was okay. all its own thing. It like only the Heroes Reborn books and like their their tie-ins. It just simply replaced the Avengers book for two months. So it's just there there was no Avengers for two months, which isn't a big deal. Um, so like you didn't have to buy a bunch of extra stuff if like you weren't reading those books already. Which is nice because that's usually a super shitty thing that, that both companies do when it comes to crossovers. It's like, oh yeah, well if you want the, if you actually want the full story because we don't give you everything in the main series, you've also got to buy all these other tie-ins off to the side that are actually part of like ongoing stories. So you really have to buy like the two issues before this for that series too, and like the two issues after for the for the like the the full vision of it. Yeah. Um. I think the only thing that they kind of fell on, like they, that they stumbled on in this, is the wrap up because it's just one issue wrap up. So it's heroes return. It's the Avengers get back together. Basically, they fight the Squadron Supreme. They undo this reality and put it back the way it was. And it's just it happens a little too quickly and conveniently. Like, it would have been nice if there was just one more book to, like, wrap that up rather than just one and done in that one issue. Yeah. Because, like I said, like, the other five books weren't really that overarching story. They were these standalone stories about each of the members of the squadron. Um, But some of, the, some of the twists they made to, like, other characters were actually pretty cool. Like, just the way that they, they re-envisioned how different heroes would be in this world where, like, the heroes that maybe, like inspired them just never existed yeah yeah it, uh it sounds like a series that i could definitely get in like an omnibus or whatever and just be like all right i'll read this and i'm done and i'm good yeah no it, it actually really is because they even they make a mention in one one of like the the backup stories in the one issue about like the phoenix like she thought she did it which is exactly what i was saying like that's how it kind of like went into this but because everything's so standalone like you don't really like, you know who the Avengers are. That's all that matters. Like, yeah. you you know who they are, and you kind of know, like, how they came together. Like, they introduced the squadron through each of these issues, so you don't have to know anything about them going into it. And even, like, all of those tie-in issues, they're retelling character Like, it's different origins for characters. They are not the characters they were before. So, like, okay. it's not like reading a book about Miles is actually about that same Miles. It's a different take on him. Yeah, it sounds, uh... Sounds like a, they they finally did something good for once with a crossover. Yeah, I mean, series. um, what was that one from a couple of years ago? Uh, War of the Realms I thought was pretty good, but it was also one of those ones where it had too many tie-ins. Mm-hmm. But like the main story was good on that one. This is, I think, one of the first ones where just it's really just the core story, 
and that's all that really mattered. Yeah. So, oh, you know what? Actually, um, the Venom thing, uh, the the King in Black was similar to that. Okay. It didn't really hit a lot of other books. Um, it may maybe it just didn't bother me as much because most of the books it hit were the books I was reading. Like it was a Venom centric series, so it hit like Venom and Spider Man and shit like that. Yeah. But that was a good one too. But it also had one of the better writers and artists working on the main series. So like you know, it was a good book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I think that's probably a show. Yeah, that sounds about a show. All right. Yeah. Well, in that case, we'll be back next week with some more things to talk about. But if you want to uh, find more of our content in the meantime, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there with dollars, though, you can always go to your favorite podcast platforms, rate us, review us, subscribe to us. Those things all help a whole bunch. Uh, we are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Amazon Music, Stitcher, all the different places. Uh, you can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo, and you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. And Rich, uh, are you going to be streaming this yeah. week? Yes, uh, at uh, twitch.tv slash b underscore walnuts. Uh, when are you putting this up? You're going to put it up on Tuesday? I'm probably going to wait till Thursday. All right, um, then uh, the rest of this weekend, I'm... It's going to be, I might be streaming, I might not, we'll see, uh, because it is a holiday weekend in the United States, but uh, check out twitch.tv slash b underscore walnuts. Try to uh, stream at least four four days a week, uh, Monday through Friday, and then maybe once. Nice. Nice. Uh, and yeah, other than that, we'll be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you. Bye.